Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Problem with Authority podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Kelly, and happy Black History Month, everyone. I have procrastinated this whole month to make this episode, but here we are. We're doing it. And I know it's the last day, but it's still not March, so I have time. And I wanted to celebrate today Angela Davis, a radical African-American woman, educator, and activist. I've been reading her book, Woman, Culture, and Politics, and I think this is a perfect book to be reading right now with the state of our world. March, everyone, is also um, Women's History Month, Social Work Month, and my birthday month. So I think this is a great episode to transition into all the things we are going to be celebrating in March as well. All right, so today we will be discussing the empowerment of African-American women. And this is so important because I know a lot on social media, we just see the trauma and just terrible, terrible things that this country has put Black men and women through. And I think empowerment is such an important part of moving forward and making sure that we put the right things in place to make things better and more inclusive for our country as a whole. Uh, So Angela does such a great job on touching on this in her book. And this book is... Uh, really complex. It covers a lot of major issues. I want to do more episodes on the other chapters, which we will get into later, but for now, this is what we're going to start with. All right, so the empowerment of African-American women. So in this section, we will talk about Angela's views on the importance of uh, different aspects of the movement in order to be more inclusive and effective. So kind of think of it as like a movement guide, Um, that we should keep in mind in our fight today with feminism and the empowerment of of women. So lift as we climb is the motto chosen by the National Association of Colored Women's Club, which was founded in 1896. The meaning of the motto focuses on what African-American women bring to the women's movement, which is a strong tradition of struggles around issues that politically link women to the most crucial progressive causes. That was a quote by Angela Davis, and I thought that just really captured word for word what that motto means and she she reiterates this motto over and over again after making her points throughout the book and it's so important because yes the there's been a history of in women's movement where they leave african-american women out and women of color honestly in general and we're going to touch on on that in this next point so during the first wave of the women's movement in the 1940s to the second movement in the 1960s and to the third wave Um, In the 1980s, African-American women were ignored for their contributions to the movement. And if you were ever to like dive dive into feminism literature, um, you would see that a lot. And white women are heavily, heavily criticized for this. And when you look at this motto, lift as we climb, it just encompasses everything. Like lift each other up as we climb, not just one specific race of women. Um, uh, We are linked in all of our struggles, which we really are. And Angela does a really good job at tying all the different uh, aspects of the movement that we should be pushing towards uh, to help like how racism and inequality and all these different things are connected in so many many ways. And we can't have one, um, one, we can't just fight for one thing. We have to be fighting for all of the things that I'm going to mention today. So it's important for this fourth wave of feminism to, and I quote, create a revolutionary multiracial women's movement that seriously addresses the main issues affecting homeless, poor, and working class women, such as jobs, pay, equity, 
paid maternity leave, federal, federal subsidized childcare, protection from sterilization abuse, and subsidized abortions. And today, like, we still see these issues happening. So today it looks like uh, fighting for these rights above with, with immigrant women and children being held in cages at the border, being sterilized and abused. Um, it looks like women not having the rights for abortion. Uh, just look at what Texas and Florida have recently done. And if you want to learn more about that, I have an episode on it. Listen to Problem with Authority podcast episode 14 called Problem with the Texas Abortion Ban to learn more. Uh, This looks like not every organization being mandated to provide maternity leave with Florida State University, guys. Florida State, my alma mater, not just providing it for their employees in either 2020 or 2021. I worked there in grad school, which was, oh my God, it's 2022. I graduated in 2021, but I started working there in the beginning of grad school in the fall in 2020. And I had a coworker who was pregnant. And uh, we were talking about, like, preparing for her maternity leave. And she got into the logistics of it with me. And she was like, well, it's technically not a maternity leave. I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, FSU doesn't offer that. And I was like, FSU College of Social Work, mind you. Like, we were working for FSU College of Social Work. Doesn't have a maternity leave. And after she had had her baby, FSU just put one into effect. That's so crazy. So crazy. Um, And then lastly, of course, equal pay for women. So Angela talks about how today we need to also secure legislation for declaring racism and anti-Semitism as crimes, just as African-American women did before us leading movements against lynching laws. I 100% agree with this. Um, The most important part, this is the most important part of the movement, in my opinion, because of how much our society's beliefs and systems are rooted in racism. Um, we we saw this a lot um, during the Black Lives Matter movement recently. Uh, it shed light to a lot of people who didn't see it before that a lot of our systems and, and the way that we operate in this country is rooted in racism and white supremacy is the norm and it's what people want and it's what people promote. Uh, it's not okay, especially working now in the school district. I'm able to see it play out in like a in like a microcosm of what the real world is of what the real world is like that's how I view like universities or just like school districts because you work on like a multidisciplinary team um, on both levels and you see how how these things operate and work on a smaller scale and it's insane and racism is the root of a lot of it, which goes into a lot of the other issues that we that we face. So I wanted to read an excerpt from the book uh, because it just it just captures uh, this point perfectly. So here we have here in this section, um, Angela just highlights the pattern that our history continues to repeat when it comes to different social issues. So this is the ex- this is the excerpt. It is not a coincidence that sexist inspired violence, in particular terrorist attacks on abortion clinics, has reached a peak during the same period in which racist violence has 
proliferated dramatically. Violent attacks on women's reproductive rights are nourished by these explosions of racism. The vicious anti-lesbian and anti-gay attacks are a part of the same menacing process. The roots of sexism and homophobia are found in the same economic and political institutions that serve as the foundation of racism in this country, and more and more often than not, the same extremist circles that inflict violence on people of color are responsible for the eruptions of violence inspired by sexist and homophobic biases. Our political activism must clearly manifest our understanding of these connections. We must always attempt to lift as we climb. And... To me, when I read this, when I read this little paragraph, I was just like, what the fuck? Because we saw how Florida and Texas, like, okay, first BLM happens, right? Then after that, I mean, COVID, COVID hits. And we see a lot of racism in that. We see a lot of racism um, against Asian Americans. It's just, it's absolutely insane. Then what's next? Okay, abortion. Texas and Florida coming for abortion rights. And then what's next? what's going on in Texas and Florida right now and gets LGBTQ rights. And it's all connected and it's all a pattern. And I feel like it's going to continue to be a, pa- a pattern until we take some pretty drastic, um, pretty drastic measures. So we see it. We see the constant violent attacks on women's rights, LGBTQ rights over and over, over again, almost like it's a pur- purposeful cycle. Uh, first, Texas and Florida came for the abortion, like I said, and then now Texas and Florida are coming for trans rights and LGBTQ plus students' rights in school. And Maya and I will do will be doing an um, episode on this in March. Um, Maya is the amazing woman that I did the critical race theory episode on. And in Florida, the law that they're trying to pass pairs with um, that the CRT ban. Uh, and I, last I checked, we literally had a meeting about it at my job that has not passed yet. Um, but we're getting there. We're, we will get, I mean, not getting there, like to the point of it passing. It seems like it might. I hope it doesn't. But we will get to um, covering that in March when we have more details and information. Uh, but yeah, like we must also fight for the rights Angela talks about of undocumented and documented immigrants in this country. Um, I would love to do an entire episode on this, but I'm hesitant because of ICE, and I just want my kiddos in the district to be safe because of things that I have um, seen ICE do and also heard stories ICE do just here in this hometown for these kiddos. Um, Just what immigrant children face when they come here to this country and how they're treated, especially like in the educational system. And just the impact that it has on them, like just the trauma that they face, um, a lot of them getting here and then having to be thrown into this craziness of whatever we call this district here and not speaking the language. Like it's it's pretty incredible. It's, it's crazy. And specifically, Angela references the Simpson-Rodino law which represses undocumented immigrants. And I would love to do like an episode on this act as well and how it affects people today. Um, Just because I'm not sure, I read a little bit about the law, but I'm not sure how much it still affects um, immigrants today. And I'm, you know, obviously there's other laws and things that affect them as well, but I'm not sure how specifically this one still uh, plays a role. But I think that would also be a good thing to touch on. Um, throughout this year. And like, if you notice too, like a lot of what Angela talks about, like all these different points that we need to be fighting for, 
aligned with what this podcast is about. We need to be touching on all of these things. Otherwise, we're not going to have true liberation and change. And lastly, I I will summarize the final things that are important for the movement that she went over. Um, she calls for jobs and the unionization of unorganized women workers to take on issues such as pay equity, affirmative action, paid maternity, and sexual harassment on the job, which we covered a little bit earlier. But that is all the categories, I think, under uh, working working women. Uh, HIV research for Black and Latino people, just because they are disproportion- disproportionately affected by HIV, which is crazy. I don't know when Angela wrote this book, but I know it was a really long time ago. And those statistics were exactly the same as they are today. But we have made a lot of strides in HIV research. Um, so I think that's a win, just from what I read and what I know. Obviously, we're not done, but, you know, we have to take the little wins when we get there. And then lastly, challenge, like, monopoly capitalism as a major obstacle towards equality, which I definitely agree. Angela calls for a socialist order, but does not believe that all of our problems will go away under a socialist order, but will provide us with real opportunity for change. It is really hard to advocate for change under a capitalist um, society and mindset. And that's all I'm going to say. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I know this was a short episode, but I will see you in the next one. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please rate, review, and share to support. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Problem with Authority Podcast, or you can follow me at Kirsten underscore underscore Kelly.